I think than um, anybody I can put a name to to promote our sport. The archer who owns all the world records, John Demmer III. You know, the more difficult a thing is, the more important the mental game becomes. I, I didn't eat any supper yet either. How about you guys? Do you guys eat yet? I didn't eat Oh, that. you know, uh, I have some crunch berries. Grayson oh, Parlo. It's like me taking three or four years off your eyes just because I weakened that prescription in the shooting eye. And don't put everything into my shot that I should. That I get a lot of drop on those heavy arrows. He's dropping all the way down into the sixth. And he said, well, you might want to think about going to a lighter arrow and spring walking. And then that's what got that started. So... You're all the way from, where do you live in Sweden? I live in Stockholm, but I study in a small town called Halsberg at the Swedish Archery High School. You have a Swedish Archery High School? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I am so incredibly jealous. Maybe I should start the first American Archery High School. It's, we have like two archery sessions a week so it's not that much but then we have one session where we learn about other stuff like food and rest and gym and stuff like that oh my gosh so that makes so much sense for how well you're doing with it we'll we'll get into this more when we go live and stuff um but that's that's freaking amazing i love it I absolutely love it. I think it's... And at that range, I think we can shoot 120 meters indoors out through serious? the window and out on the field. How many, how many students are in that school? I think we are like seven archers right now. Seven archers. So it's a regular high school, but right. you can choose archery as well. But, but archery is like a varsity sport per se. Like it's a, it's yeah. your focus while you're in school. Yeah, like Holy a football or... Dude, I'm so jealous of you. You have no idea. <laughs> I would have had that when I was a kid. Crazy. All right. Um, well, you and I are going to go live and I'm going to wait. And, and then Demer can... Uh... Then we can pop in when he's when he's uh, done shooting. We are officially live. We have to open up the window, hit mute. There it is. Go from there. Let's uh, let's let the viewers. Look, I got four viewers already. Would you look at that? That's great. Yeah, that's a good deal, man. I'm, it's definitely like I don't I don't record the podcast live all the time. I record them. That that's that's random. Like if we can do it, we do it. If not, you know, it's not always feasible. Um, but it's it's fun to do it live because I think it brings a different dynamic to. It's more of a show than than it is just recording a podcast. You know what I mean, Leo. So like people can interact, ask you questions, ask us questions, stuff like that. Yeah, that um, brings us just, closer to the yeah. Audience. So, but we're gonna we're gonna let this build up um, while we're doing that, guys. Um, yeah. You know, I want to 
say thanks for tuning in. Obviously, we're recording an impromptu um, uh, live recording of the podcast. And listen, as you guys have noticed, if you've started um, paying attention, if you're watching the episodes, um, you know, we all I ask is that you pay the fee. You have a fee for the information that's provided. You only have to pay the fee if the podcast helps you, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, you think somebody else could, someone else could learn from it, um, you know, and so on and so forth. Because, you know, you sharing the show, sharing the podcast could potentially help another barebow archer. So I, my request is that you just, that's your only fee is share it if you enjoy it. Um, we're waiting for John. John will show up when he's ready. Uh, I know he was shooting, so we're not going to go. Uh, um, hold on. I think going on. <laughs> he just messaged me. Take your time. <laughs> what time is it over there, Leo? Uh, it's, what is it? I think it's like half past midnight. Yeah, you're past midnight. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's a it's a late one over there, so we we try to to coordinate back and forth. It gets a little complicated. <laughs> Come on, Demer, you know better. I'm sure he's actually. I think he's viewing right now. If if I can see if I see this correctly, I think he's viewing right now. So he's probably cursing me right now as he like goes and gets in front of his phone or gets in his office where he. Uh, uh, where he records from, but anyways, no worries. You guys know the routine. Um, this is a live recording. This is episode 43. And with us is this baby-faced young man, Leo Peterson um, from Stockholm, Sweden. Leo is uh, probably one of the, well, by score, he's definitely one of the top shooters in the world. Um, but by age, he's without a doubt the top teenage male shooter, I would say, there that I know of in the world. Um, Leo is, uh, I guess you're also by world archery, you're a junior competitor, yeah. um, but he happens to be the European, the 2020 European 3D national champion. Um, you were third at... Um, your field nationals for European for for Europe, and then also you second have the, the second second for field, third for indoor, but number yeah. one qualifier, right? So yes. for being such a young fella, you've already built one quite the resume. Sorry for the uh, the beeps in the background. There's a CrossFit class going on. You guys want to see real quick? I am recording from my range, and there's a bunch of people down there doing rowing and jumping jacks and all kinds of stuff that's how we do it here um so no worries it's, it's a little background noise i gotta we gotta work with leo because he's so far away he's gotta go for school tomorrow do you have to go for school tomorrow christmas break you're on christmas break oh okay all right so we could have recorded later you could have just stayed up all night um but anyway so we are introducing you guys, some of you, even Dan McCullough. So De Dennis is a, he's a local guy, sort of local. He's like, who's Leo? He doesn't even, he doesn't know who you are, but he's going to find out here very shortly. Um, you know, we, 
we see personalities. We see people across the world who are shooting barebow. Barebow is growing like fire. Um, and your situation is unique. We were just talking a little bit prior to the show. Um, you go to, uh, and before we get into who you are, you go to a school where your focus is archery. So that has got to play a significant role in your success thus far, I'm sure. Um, Leo, tell us, obviously, who you are, where you're from, how you got into the sport, and, you know, kind of what brought you, let's, let's just, what brought you to Barebow specifically? Yeah, uh, my name is Leo. I'm from Stockholm, Sweden. And as Frank said, I go to the Swedish archery school. And the reason I started archery was because I played football and it wasn't my thing, European football rugby. and also table tennis. Oh, no. Rugby or soccer? Soccer. Real football. Oh, okay, okay, and, okay, okay. And then I, by chance, I got to try archery at a, a day where you could try different sports and activities. So I was there with my mom and sister, and we all tried archery, and I liked this. And then we looked up a, a club here in Stockholm, and everybody was just shooting barebow. So that's why I start, started barebow. Um, hold on one second. Here. I'll text for my, my, my bride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's got a little thing going on at home, so I may have to cut this short, but we're going to keep going for now. Um, yeah, so you you go to an archery school. I see you post videos all the time on your Instagram and stuff, so I know, like, you're, you're using the gym. Uh, here comes the crotchety old man himself. Let, let's let, let, let's let Demer log in here. Absolutely. The legend, the dirty old man that we call him. Let's see. I haven't seen him in a while, so let's see what his facial hair looks like. Does he look like a caveman or is he actually? Yep. He's half caveman. He's not quite there. Yeah. I'm just jealous because he's got more hair than I have. <laughs> hey, John. How are you, buddy? Crotchety old man. Have you guys met before, Demer? I don't think so. Not officially, because I didn't know if he was at Roma or if, if you guys had ever crossed paths before. So, not yet. Yeah, Hopefully well, Jake you're Ray. coming. Yep, he's coming yeah. over for the classic. So, he was just talking That's about sad. how he get. We did a, a quick introduction, but he was just talking about how um, this kid goes to an archery school. He goes. So is the is the is the gym workout? So they part of your schooling too? Yeah, we have one lesson a week where we are at the gym and then we have full access to the gym all day round all week that's so outstanding we school gym we can use so so the gym the training for archery is all part of your education yeah how about that john they're doing it right <laughs> that explains a lot yeah it, it helps that's for sure 
your your archery training and and learning is usually just learning how to lose but getting your butt kicked <laughs> we got to start uh, it off leo you got to you got to bust on frank every opportunity yeah it never it never ends. i can try <laughs> i've the, if there's if it's done anything leo it's it's created an extremely thick skin uh because i really don't let much bother me and when you have to stare at this face you get you get accustomed to that stuff so anyway john nice to to see you again sort of um welcome back to the podcast you prick um anyway so leo was just talking about how he got started and stuff like that and i i want to know leo so you've you have quickly climbed up the ranks as far as score you put up solid scores within competition what what does at 18 years old what does your training currently look like how are you staying at that level and going to school yeah i I try to shoot for two to four hours every day and also go to the gym five times a week and then get in some studying in between but it's mostly just archery that's incredible and that's so are you shooting then during the school day yeah we have two lessons a week where we shoot for an hour and a half on school time on school and then time. we okay. have free access to the range afterwards and you live at your school then i assume yeah we have uh, two apartments that we are sharing so we have our own rooms and share kitchen and bathroom that's pretty incredible um outside of that who's your coach then after school i don't really really have a coach at the school okay i don't really have a coach for my archery technique or stuff like that but my dad dad is my coach on competitions and such okay all right so he's your he's your primary coach you know for 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 all intents and purposes yeah yeah um okay all right that's 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 interesting uh i did not know that you didn't have a coach um so you obviously have done a lot of research on your own and sort of found the way you said you shoot five you shoot five six days a week seven days a week yeah seven days a week almost almost every week what does the set what does a shooting session look like for you usually i just go down to the range and yeah shoot like 90 to 120 arrows and try to have a nice feeling shooting strong and solid shots all the way through. And then we also do some friendly competing at the sessions as well. So you're you're shooting for score all the time? Almost every day. So I usually count 30 arrows per session to get, know what my average is. Yeah, okay. All right. What did did you, I guess, how did you get then to that point though? I mean, you, did you, um, where did you learn like the, uh, 
what's the word? Um, those the details so about Barebow. Go ahead, go ahead, Deborah. No, I was just going to ask him how he like where he learned the basics from. Yeah, uh, uh, and how he moved up from the basics to like you know, I would say advanced stages now since he's shooting a lot of five fifties, five sixties in practice. Yeah, I start started at a club here in Stockholm who which was focused on barebow. So everybody was shooting barebow. And then my dad, he has quite a big mouth. So he became friends with Erik Jonsson, Martin Ottosson, and Fredrik Lund Martin, all the big names. So we have regular contact with them. And yeah, if I have any questions, I just send, send them an, a text message or call them. Outstanding. I, I guess it shows then that in the beginning you had again, as we kind of see on our side of the world, you had early access to really good information and were able to put all that stuff to play from the word go. And it really has has set your course for the future. So you're coming over to Lancaster, correct? For the first time ever. Yes, indeed. Good. Yep. You should be excited. It's a good one. It's a it's a fun tournament for sure. Um, are you coming over by yourself or is your dad coming with you? Uh, my dad is coming with me and also Erik and Lina and then Joachim Hassela, who was over in 2020. Yep. And then some other Swedes. So I think we are seven or eight people. Oh, nice. Yeah, good. That's, I, I, was, I was definitely wondering what, uh, what that, your numbers would look like for people that were coming from, from overseas you know amongst the current climate but i'm sort of happy that you're all coming and i'm sort of not happy that you're all coming but you know whatever it's all good yeah, um, it's just yeah it's just one place lower for you it doesn't matter oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey i did all right 50, with them there. <laughs> i've done fine i did fine at the last the last time i just sucked in the shoot offs um but yeah anyway so you always distract me every time you say something and then I like lose. So lose for like for, <laughs> for uh like training and stuff, do you ever get to train with um Eric or Frederick or Ake or any of those guys? Yeah, I train almost every week with Yuke. He's an a member at the club club here in Stockholm. So we compete a little against each other and just had fun and try to use each other to become bet better archers. And then sometimes me and dad goes to Erik or Fredrik and shoot a little with them and just have fun. That's that's amazing. That's good. That's a I mean, that's a that's a luxury we don't have here. <laughs> no, not it's it. We're we're definitely a ways behind. But when you have kids that are coming through school with early access to archery and then early access to the, you know, that focus. How, has it always been that way over there, Leo, or is that something that's new? I think we have had the archery school for quite a while. So 30 years, I think, something like that. It's moved around a little bit, but it's been. Is it, is it something that some of your advanced shooters, Martin, uh, Eric, Frederick, is that something, is that a school that they also, some of them have also gone through or no? 
I'm not really sure if oh, they okay. went to the school. I haven't asked them. Yeah, that's just it's such an outstanding thing. I would love to see that happen here in America. I really would. But I don't know. And the fact that you, you know, John, I think it's similar to um, what you see out. Like, I think it's like Utah where you have like a lot of our compound open shooters, like the Wild Brothers and uh, Chris Schaff. Like they're the, that, that open category. They all shoot out of the same range out west or in that area, I think in Utah. I think that's where they're at. You know, we don't have the barebell just hasn't gotten to that point. Compound kind of has that, but not barebell in America. You got to try to yeah. that. Oh, and I was just seeing if my Wi Fi Wi-Fi was glitching, but it might be yours. I'm not sure. Uh, it might be. Um, and if it does, it should pop back. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. All right. I think, I think the. The closest thing we really even have would be the archery training center <laughs> out in out in Chula Vista, but that's only for recurs. I mean, we got like nothing even close to that, which would be cool to have, but I don't see us ever being able to do that, unfortunately. <clears throat> so, not and especially when from a barebow side. I mean, barebows in America is just so far behind in regards to that level of popularity. You know what I mean, like. It's definitely, I think it is, John, I think it's you because Leo's not glitching. You're glitching for me just a little bit, but that's okay. Um, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know if you're on Wi-Fi or if you're on data, but it's all good. No, I'm on Wi-Fi. Full, okay. full signal, baby. <laughs> um, but it's, I don't know, it's just awesome to see such a, uh, such a turnout. I definitely hope that we get to that point. Uh, it's going to be a while though. We're, we're just kind of catching up in some ways when it comes to, to that and bare bone and growth. We're just seeing that we're in the middle of that upward swing. So, um, so you, your, your gym life and your tra archery training life, do they mirror each other in the amount of time spent? I spend a little bit more time at the archery range than the gym. So, but spend you, quite a lot of time do you feel like it well. oh yeah do you feel like it is it play a huge role in your archery though like do you feel like there's not a really not at all not a very big deal i had a little break from the gym now over christmas and i still shoot high scores and feel good but the main thing I go to the gym for is to don't get injured when I shoot and to like train the left side of my back and such. That's, a, that, that, that's good. I mean, it definitely has a, a benefit from a health standpoint. So, you know, compared to the not, I think there's probably a mental thing too. That mental commitment to going to the gym plays a role in your mental commitment to how well you can handle shooting the bow. There's definitely, there's definitely some carryover there, but I mean, it's different for everyone for sure. Yeah, so, to be, yeah, it's the carryover. Yeah, absolutely. And for an 18 year old, that's a big deal. You know, you have to yeah. be super, super focused. You know, so I, I definitely commend you on that. I think that's outstanding. Uh, a lot of people could probably 
they struggle with the discipline, you know, it's kind of the American culture though. We're definitely a different, uh, different breed in here, over here compared, compared to what you're talking about. Um, so I, I might've missed this in the beginning. Um, this school, is it more of a high school or are you off into like a university now? I missed that. Part. It's a, a high school. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's looking to potentially come to America to, uh, for college. So, you know, I hope, I hope it's okay that we put that out there, Leo. We hope you don't mind. Of course. Um, so, you know, I mean, it would be cool uh, to have that. And then, like I said, if, if, he needs, uh, if he needs some communication, needs some help talking to some of the college coaches, I know most of them, but you know, most of the ones with the major programs we could put you in contact with, but you know, it would be a different experience probably uh, for sure if you did. So, um, well, first then, one, they they would try to get you to shoot Olympic recurve. <laughs> first thing, yeah, never, yeah, never. yeah. <laughs> That's because they haven't learned their lesson yet. In due time, some of not all of them. The the major schools definitely would do that because that's where all I don't want to I don't come off sounding negative but that's where the scholarships and stuff were for a long time but they're starting to see now that Barebow's been adopted um, into the world archery scene I'm sure that that's going to that's going to have to change because we're getting we're getting more and more kids who absolutely refuse to switch and over here in the you the the, the collegiate world you know, having someone who is a stellar shooter um, in any of the categories earns points for the team. So you got to, you got to take advantage of that. And Barebow is no different. So, you know, for a long time it was, well, we'll just put somebody, an underclassman who wants to shoot Olympic recurve or compound, we'll throw a Barebow in their hand so we can try to get some points. It's they're, they're going away from that that notion and realizing that barebow is its own thing. We have kids that are specializing in it. We need to start recruiting those kids. So there's definitely a good opportunity there for you um, in the future if you do choose to go that route uh, without a doubt. So so tell us what, what's your equipment look like? Obviously I know some of it, but for the listeners, what are you shooting in totality? What riser, limbs, everything? I can probably guess what grip you use it happens to be on your shirt there but <laughs> give, yeah. it, give us some feedback yeah i shoot the Gillo gt 25 inch riser with an hardcore grip of course and the model on the grip is the master and then for my limbs i have the Gillo gtl 88 68 inches 38 pounds and then i shoot a Bater plunger the wide drop 2020 vest and strings from podium bow strings in England. And for my weights, I have the Gillo hammers, both steel and aluminum. And then of course I have the turbine fletched ACE. What arrow is it? ACE. ACE, turbine fletched. Oh. So with okay. six veins. Six veins. Uh, uh, the Eli veins, right? Yeah, Eli veins. IS3, I think. So they are indoor veins, a little bit longer. Okay. Do you have you found a significant uh, difference in like a, a 
standard three fletch to the six? I think it's it looks cool. It's the only reason I shoot it. <laughs> I, there's that's a good reason. I don't. Who cares? As long as you don't have yeah, the clearance points issues. Are, <laughs> the points are the same, so I just go with what's cool. Cost a little extra if you if you have to pay for them. You can't you can't go one pack and fletch all your arrows, but yeah, one that's a pack of that would, Yeah. Hey, John, why don't you uh, talk to him for a second? I I want to I want to say something to somebody before they leave. All right. Okay. <laughs> Handle it, buddy. Handle it. All right. I'll try my best. All right. So now we can pick on Frank while he's gone the whole time. Um, he's good. <laughs> so, uh, I guess, like, what are you, what what are you most looking forward to to come into the classic, um, or is it just, just like a everything? Mostly, it's getting to know everybody, getting to okay. know all the American archers, and then also meet just people. It's been a long time with very little competitions here in Sweden. So it's it's fun to find, finally go to a big competition and try to do a good score. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's hopefully everything uh, works kind of as scheduled. Um, should hopefully be like 1,400 people or so. And uh, we're pushing pretty good on the barebow side. We got, I think we're, we got to be getting close to 200, 200 guys signed up. Um, that's a lot. Be, yeah, it should be pretty good. Um, there's a handful of good ones, um, so it should it should be pretty fun. It's a it's probably an indoor venue that that uh, I don't know if you've ever experienced. It's it's quite impressive. It's like I don't know how big is that, Frank? Like 13 acres or something? Um, which which one's that? I'm spooky, sorry, spooky spooky nook. We're probably yeah, shooting under. We're probably shooting under at least an probably two acres or so. Two um, football, two roughly two football field, more than two football fields. Yeah, so, if, if he's if he's still booked the same practice and stuff, it's. Oh yeah, it's, plus uh, that I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's quite impressive. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the yeah, competitions in Sweden are like three hundred guys at the nationals, in a okay. quite small area. So the classic will be something else. Yeah, or. Our indoor nationals is a, a little bit different. Like the FAA side, which is similar to your IFA, it's one location everybody shoots, and we'll get like eh, 1,200 people, um, but not a lot of like – we got so many age brackets, so we don't like shoot against a lot of people. Like Faribault will shoot – I'll shoot against like 14 people, and then senior masters will shoot against like 14 people. And then you got like different it's age – It's the same as we do. Yeah. And then for like the USA side, which would be like World Archery, we get – it's a little bit different. We got like 13 locations that we shoot at and I might shoot at my location against like five or six in my class. Um, and then like, we just all group them together when it's all said and done. And then we pull all the score scores together that way. So you have to, you have to shoot them in a big location, but like not all the competitors are shooting and, uh, you know, the, the pressure is a little bit different, um, in that kind of scenario, but it all gets done. I guess. Yeah, I think you'll have you'll have a good time coming over um, with with the way the classic does it. There's like two, at least in the years past, we had two practice ranges that you can shoot in. 
you kind of learn when you come over to get there early though if you want to practice because like the half hour before the your shooting time it's a train wreck you can't get in edgewise so um usually and also I, and i don't know if that anything's been planned but if other ranges are open sometimes there's some ranges that are somewhere sort of nearby um, that you can shoot at and i think lancaster archery supply also keeps their ranges open I, john correct me if i'm wrong but they're open 24 7 during the classic aren't they yeah i'm not i'm not sure they're open late uh, i know that i know they're open spooky nook closes but i'm not sure about uh lancaster or not but something um, tells if me they offer open. the if they offer the uh the warehouse tour i don't know if they're gonna or not but if they do it that'd be a cool tour to take um when you're here It'll probably be an yeah. hour or so but yeah, it's pretty it's a pretty big warehouse it's pretty impressive yeah yeah it, that is pretty cool i'm sure uh, rob rob and, and gang typically take care of uh the people that are coming over and and uh you know you get to see lancaster archery supply which is really cool it's obviously a big deal um yeah. but and it's really close by but i think you'll you'll have you'll have a great time i'm excited for you to come over man especially at 18 and, and be able to make that trip the last young fella i guess we really had was hugo missed that guy i don't know if they're coming yeah. or not have you talked to them at all uh i don't know it's hit and miss i think i don't know if he's gonna or not i don't think he's definitely not gonna do vegas i don't think but he was on the fence with with uh lancaster Hugo, Hugo's been shooting a lot of Olympic too. I don't know if he's sticking with that or not. I think he qualified for the World Field Championship in Yankton. Yeah, in Berbo. Just... Olympic, Olympic or Berbo? No, in Berbo. Berbo. Yeah. Good. I so hope he, he makes it over. He posted something on his Instagram today. Yeah, outstanding. That's, yeah, that's what he planned on shooting Berbo at uh, Yankton last time I talked to him. And, yeah, you're right. I think this week he just qualified for for making the team. Nice. Congrats to Hugo Lobb, everyone. I'm sure we haven't we have to catch up with him. And that's another sure. dude with a lot more hair than you. <laughs> I know he is, I, especially right now. I think it's super long. Last time I saw him, I think he's got like ponytails and everything going on. Um, Leo, take your hat off. Let's see what your head of hair looks like. Oh man, another one. You can put your hat <laughs> back on. Just playing. Yeah. What's that? You got, he's good. He's like, he's like, no, the ladies can't see me with the, with my hat head. It's all good though. Um, let's go. I'm going to go to some of the questions here and some of the comments on the live feed. Um, most of the comments are smart remarks to me. So it's okay. You're off the hook. Um, there was a question of what County you were in. I don't know what County Stockholm is in. If you want to want to answer that. I think it's in Stockholm County. It's Stockholm County. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Does Sweden pay or have any involvement with your training? Um, so is there any government funding that goes into like you being at the school or anything like that? Not really. It's not really. mostly paid by my parents. So yeah. I owe them a lot of gratitude for giving me this opportunity to go to school and shoot as much as i do 
That's awesome. I was just going to say, so that means that thank you, mom and dad for taking care of me and <laughs> allow me. I was just going to say, yeah. you beat me to it though. So job well done there, young man. Parents, I don't know. I don't know your parents, but you did a good job raising this one um, for recognizing that. Um, yeah. And that's, that's a huge part of it, man. Like we talked about in the beginning and we've said it in multiple episodes, having access to the right information as early as possible plays a huge role in how quickly you can improve um, and move up the ranks. So, uh, you know, that's, that's outstanding stuff. Um, I, I mean, that's, our, go ahead. Our, uh, I was going to say, we didn't even uh, talk about his shot and how he shoots his shot to describe his shot. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us, Leo, tell us the good so we can steal as much of it as, we, as possible. <laughs> I don't really have a cycle that I go through every time, but usually I just look at the knock, put it on the string, look at the target, and then go down to my uh, crawl, go down to 18 meters, lift the bow and aim at the top of on at the top on the right side of the target before I draw, and then just find my anchor and find the back and just shoot a strong solid shot and try to get the release perfect i like i like that it's pretty simple try to get so, the release perfect though it, so yeah. like the the million dollar question is when you're there and you're aiming at the target what uh do you have anything that makes you shoot the arrow or just say you know just shoot it whenever and it goes or like how like describe that last like half second of your shot if you can usually i just try to feel everything so feel the tension in both my back and my bow arm and look where i'm aiming and just when everything is perfect i just try to release so i try to wait until i'm happy with everything but sometimes I let the shot go when it's not perfect. Yeah, yeah, we know that. <laughs> Frank more than others, but yeah, we all. Yeah, I could have, I could have saw, I saw that comment coming a mile away. <laughs> um, so I, I'm sorry, there I had I had gone on mute there for a second, um, but I was still listening. So you're you're really not really focused um, too much on the conscious. You're really shooting a lot of a subconscious shot. Yeah. I Impressive. try to think as little as possible. Yeah, that's that's not bad. So what is the thing that you're thinking about, though? Or you're not, nothing specific that you're concentrating on? I just try to think about how I want the shot to be and how I'm going to execute it. Yeah. Oh, and then that's, just that's good. let go of it when I've shot it and focus on the next one. It's good. Simple, right, John? Nice and simple. Mm -hmm. Not making it complicated. I think it's a, it's a lesson to be learned. Um, no overthinking. No overthinking. Keep it simple, stupid. I like it. That's, 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 a, that's good, Leo. And I think others need to hear that, um, especially coming from a, a fella that's as young as you are and, and having the success that you are having at, at your age. 
I think it's something to be learned. I don't think everyone has the, and I'm going to call it a luxury. So don't, don't be angry, but the luxury of shooting that often, you know, and I, I've said it before, guys like you, Hugo, Daniel Collins, this younger generation, the upper teens, lower twenties. If you got, you guys, now's the time to do it because you don't, some of you don't have jobs, you know, or responsibilities, kids, you know, businesses that you need to worry about, stuff like that. Now's the time to put the time in, put the work in and, and, and set that foundation of, of your competitive future. Cause then as you get older, you know, things change a little bit. So now's the time to do it. And I think it's great that you've very few teenagers have the maturity and the drive to put in the time and effort that, that has gotten, that it takes to get you to where you're currently at. Um, So I just want to, I want to recognize that. And and for other kids, collegiate shooters, um, youth shooters, or, or parents that maybe listen to this podcast, they need to understand like not everyone is, is, is built or molded to put that time in and to do that. And you, it really takes a special, special amount of drive. So, you know, kudos to you. And, and again, kudos to your parents for, for what they've done. Um, I love that. It's so simple. Is it, does it, do you change anything as far as setup just to switch gears, unless you, John, you wanted to say, or wanted, wanted to ask anything else. I was going to switch some gears to talk about field and 3d a little bit since he's the 3d national champion over there in Europe setup wise. No, no other than like, if you do play around like in an experiment is, do you have a certain process for that? Or you just like throw a bunch of stuff on and, and try something, you know, totally different. I mean, cause you just, cause you're, cause you're at the on. point. Okay. I was gonna say because you're at the yeah. point where you're comfortable with what you got. Um, yeah. Didn't know if there was a, a way you worked around it to get to where you're at. What like the weights of the hammers and how they're distributed and and poundage, you know, pulling wise and you know what makes that poundage for you better than let's say you know another pound or two less or a pound or two more that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, this far I've just gone with what's what feels nice. So. 38 pounds is perfect for me i can shoot i i think i have point on at 55 meters and my max is 50 so that's perfect and the handles they just look good in this position (laughs) the uh those ace arrows that you're using now um is that the same build that you shoot for outdoors or you have them a little bit different it's just the veins that are different. Just the Outdoors, veins. I shoot the Ilveins S3. They are a little bit shorter, and then I okay. only have three of them. Okay. What's uh, I'm just curious. What spine are you shooting? I'm shooting 570. 570. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 100 grain points. 90. 90. Okay. You shoot 90 for indoor as well. Yes, I shoot the same arrow except for the veins indoors and outdoors you have quite the crawl then don't you for indoor yeah i think i'm halfway down my tab okay where's your anchor at if you don't mind me asking where are you anchoring in regards to on your face at the corner of my mouth you're just at the corner of your mouth put the thumb under the cheekbone Mm -hmm. and the 
pointing finger in the corner. Okay, that's good. That thumb helps, huh? Wrapping that thumb yeah. around the back of the jaw really gives it you a gives nice definitive spot. Stable anchor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a little bit of a carryover Olympic recurve. They teach that um, if you watch like Brady Ellison shoot, for example, he yeah. he he really takes his thumb and gets it down and it gets it in alongside of his neck. They shoot higher poundage for outdoor. They're probably shooting upper 40s, lower 50s for Olympic recurve. But, you know, it really helps with us having a steadier um, anchor point. You know, I, there's definitely something to be said. I know like Demers played around. Are you still playing around with that higher anchor right now, John? Well, a little or, bit here and there. A little bit. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> when I'm shooting at longbow, I have to shoot a higher anchor because mm -hmm. I don't feel like aiming underneath the target because I'm not allowed to, you know, string walk. But right. I can shoot the longbow pretty good with it. So I figured I'll try the airbow a little bit longer, but I got to make that decision pretty quick because classics coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to bring the longbow to the classic and shoot the, the, the longbow classic? No. No. If they get a longbow class eventually, maybe. Oh, okay. Play with yeah, those boys, that's... but I'm not going to. So it's like the way I look at it is, is why would I want to bring the longbow to that and then like maybe screw up a bracket and then it's kind of like you kind of lose right. integrity of, of competition that way, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where you're at in your archery, I, I get that. That's definitely you could mess around with it a little bit but you know you don't you want to try to stay as consistent as possible for sure so well leo listen you're invited this weekend if you want to quick fly over and shoot at the feet at my place if you want to just hop on a plane and fly on over and come shoot with all of us i think matt zernzak's going to be here and i still don't know if i don't know if grayson's coming he never answered me he's i doubt it i wouldn't answer you either <laughs> you do you I know do. I don't know why. <laughs> I know why. I figured I'm your only friend, so somebody's got to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, friends are overrated. Um, but yeah, we we love to see you. I'm excited that you're coming over. When are you coming over? As far as the classic, are you coming in like the week before, or what? When you plan to get over here to uh, Pennsylvania? I think I fly in the day before the youth trophy tournament because i think i'm shooting that one as well okay well that's a good youth, warm up yeah what what uh when's the first day of the youth trophy tournament you better check that so i think that's saturday sunday there's no qualifying okay. on saturday then i was wrong i think we fly in the classic is before okay right? the class yeah. well so the way it's set we up fly in is, one day before the competition starts okay so you're probably coming in thursday if you're qual if you're qualifying you're shooting your qualifying round on friday yeah because typically it's thursday friday or is it wednesday thursday friday i don't even know there you shoot your qualifying round saturday is the elimination brackets and then later on saturday in the past that might have changed because they added to another Easton trophy shoot line on Sunday. So there's, there's a Saturday flying on Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. All right. Yeah. That that's, that's probably probably what you did. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Lancaster's open to shoot almost 24 seven. I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive. So you'll have plenty of opportunity to shoot, but yeah, man, we look forward to seeing you. Uh, I'm excited that you're you're making the trip over with the rest of the the gang from 
from uh, Sweden. And uh, yeah, man, I'm ready to shoot some arrows. John, do you have anything else for Leo before we let him go? Were you were you going to ask him about field and 3D or no? We're just going to. Um, well, you kind of took the you stole the thunder because I was going to ask him about the arrow setup. <laughs> so it's all good. You got it covered. You, I'm not worried about it. Um, we could always have him back on another time and 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 chat if he if he does something magnificent when he comes over. I'm sure we'll be talking to him again about his experience. But um, when, not if, when. That's right. If. When. When I like it, I like it. No, he's right. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's up here. It's up here. When you're traveling, you, you're bringing some pretty high quality company with you as far as Barbo goes. So, uh, you guys are, are make, making all of the American side, keeping our, our works cut out for us. So, but we look forward to seeing you for sure. So yeah. tell your parents, we said hello and thank you for uh, getting you involved in our sport. You're good for the sport, man. Uh, I love the Instagram. I love what you do. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. John, you good? Yeah, I, I really uh, appreciate the uh, positivity that comes from your Instagram. It's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. You. You're, you're a good ambassador for a sport, young man. You keep, you keep doing you. Um, we'll, we'll support you any way we can. Um, for everybody else, as you guys are watching this live feed, obviously this is going to show up on YouTube in the video version and the audio version out there. But remember, pay the fee. The fee is to share it. If you enjoyed it, if you got something positive out of it, if you got something from Leo that you thought was helpful or could help someone else, share the show. That's your fee. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks for watching the Burble Project and all your support. Leo, go to bed. I know you got gym and shooting tomorrow. Demer, <laughs> go go brush your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Tie some flies. <laughs> or that. All right. We'll see you guys. Right. Peace we'll out. See you guys. Have a good night.